It is a very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan. Which you right to, well, certainly for the next hour or so. And uh, we decided today it was time to talk about the referendum. Of course, the referendum is on the way. Many people are undecided. Some people are decided on March the 8th. You have to make up your mind. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, but what I do want to say, what's very, very important, extremely important. Today is the deadline for voting or registering to vote, should I say. In other words, you were, if you are not already registered to vote by the end of the day today or five o'clock today, to be exact, you will not be able to vote on March the 8th. So it's really important, be you a no voter or a yes voter, it's really important that you register to vote if you're not already registered. And if you even think you're registered, check the register and make sure you're registered to vote. So go to checktheregister.ie. That's checktheregister.ie if you want to vote in the referendum. If it says you can't vote in the referendum, it'll tell you what you're registered to vote for, local, general, referendum, it'll tell you all of them. And if you see a no in any of those boxes, you need to contact them. But you've got till five o'clock today, so please make sure you do. Now, everybody knows my position in relation to this, but I do want to be fair today. And I think it's important that I'm fair when it comes to any referendum, it doesn't matter that I'm on the radio or I'm governed by the Broadcasting Authority on the radio and the podcast, we're not governed by anybody. So I don't have to be fair if I don't want to. But I am going to be fair because I think that's the right thing to do. So on March the 8th, that's next month, Irish citizens will be asked to vote in two referendums to change our constitution. Now remember our constitution is a living document and it does change over time as we evolve as a society. And it's necessary to change it over time. Actually, France only recently ripped up their whole constitution and rewrote it again. So it is quite common to change the constitution, but we do have to be careful because the constitution is really important. And why the constitution is so important is that every piece of legislation that is written by the government must adhere to the constitution. So if it says something in the constitution, the government cannot legislate over and above that because the Supreme Court will take it down again. So it's really important that everything in our constitution is well thought out and that we as people understand what's in it. The second, but the first referendum, by the way, concerns the concept of the family and how that is recognised in the constitution. The second referendum proposes to delete an existing part of the constitution and insert a new piece of text providing recognition for care provided by family members to each other rather than a woman or a mother. You have two separate votes on whether you wish to make those proposed changes to Article 41 of the Constitution. Let me clarify exactly what you're voting for. Article 41.1, the state recognises the family as a natural, primary and fundamental unit, group of society, and as a moral institution possessing inalienable and in, uh, pres prescribable rights and superior to all positive law. 41.3.1 states that the, and this is currently what's in it, the state pledges itself to guard with special care the institution of marriage on which the family is founded and to protect it against attack. So the constitution currently recognises the centrality of the family unit in society and protects the family founded on marriage. That's currently what the constitution does. The proposed changes are, in this amendment, that if you vote yes, there is one vote for the two proposed changes. The proposed involves the insertion of an additional text to 41.1.1 and the deletion of text in Article 41.3.1. These proposed changes are as follows. 
So the first change will be the state recognises the family and the new piece of text will be whether founded on marriage or on an other durable relationships. As the natural primary and fundamental unit group of society and as a moral institution possessing inalienable and imprescribable rights and superior to positive law. The proposed change to Article 4131 by deleting text and the text says, or that, that we're going to, go to delete is, the state pledges itself to guard with special care the institution of marriage and they will be deleting the words on which the family is founded. So on which the family is founded will be deleted. So it'll just say the state pledges itself to guard with special care the institution of marriage and to protect it against attack. So it won't mention the family. The word family will be removed in, or in relation to marriage. The second part of the referendum, or the second vote you'll be asked to vote on, Article 4121. It currently states, in particular, the state recognises that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. It goes on to say in Article 4122, the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that the mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Be very conscious of the fact that this referendum is being sold by one side as a woman's place is in the home. A lot of people are saying that to me. And I want you to be very conscious of the fact that I've just read out the two pieces, the two articles of the Constitution, and nowhere does it state that a woman's place is in the home. And I'll play a clip of Catherine Martin in a second in relation to that. The proposal is, by the way, to change that. And there's an amendment... And it'll say, it'll now say, the state recognises that the provision of care by members of the family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such family provisions or such provisions. In other words, we've now just removed the part that states within the home woman gives the state support which, which, without which the common good cannot be achieved. And the other line or the other part will be removed completely. So you are now changing it to remind you again, the state recognises that the provision of care by members of the family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. The line that the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home will be removed. And the line that states that a woman, uh, the state recognised that by her life, Within the woman, uh, within the home, woman gives to the state a support which, uh, without which the common good cannot be achieved, will be changed to the line that I've just mentioned. So remember, if you want to change the constitution, you vote yes. If you don't want to change it, you vote no. It's as simple as that. Okay? So I hope I've explained that well enough for you to understand. It is a little bit complicated, and we'll try to get through that as people come on the air. And a lot of people have misconceived or preconceived notions of what they're actually voting for and some of that is incorrect unfortunately um, the government have been probably responsible for the most amount of misinformation leading up to this particular referendum and one great example of that is Catherine Martin, Minister Catherine Martin set up the Electoral Commission to basically engage in finding disinformation and misinformation with regards to the referendum and other electoral uh, or general elections, etc., etc. She set that up because she's a media minister. She herself is misinforming people. 
and the former judge. on the upcoming referendum, why did you tweet that the Irish Constitution says a woman's place in the home when the Electoral Commission, which your government set up specifically to fight misinformation, has repeatedly confirmed that that's not true? Case law of the Supreme Court is quite clear that that doesn't mean women's place is in the home. It says that the work that women do provides an important protection and tool and support to society and to the common good. Will you be deleting that tweet or otherwise correcting this error? I would say for, for many women, the meaning, uh, you know, the actual import the interpretation of that provision is quite clear. Indeed, it is often referred to the woman in the the woman in the home uh, provision. Um, so, I, you know, by direct inference, it is uh, clear to many women how outdated it is, how offensive this provision is, and it is equivalent to implying that a woman's place is in the home. Um, modern Ireland has no place for that. But do you do you not accept that uh, J Justice Murray Baker, the Supreme Court judge, who is the chair of the Electoral Commission, said in an interview in the Irish Mail on Sunday that you were incorrect about this? She, she said that you're, you're simply wrong in your interpretation of the Constitution. This is a body that your government set up to fight misinformation around electoral events like this. As I said, for many women, the import is that that provision is quite clear. Indeed, as I said, it's often referred to uh, the woman in the home provision. That's Ben Scallon from Grip Media talking to Catherine Martin yesterday, who had already said that she had referenced the referendum as a woman's place in the home. She was corrected by Supreme Court Judge Marie Baker, who is head of the Electoral Commission, the commission that our own government, her government, just set up to correct misinformation. And then she goes on to say it again. So remember, be very careful about the information you're getting. Just because the government give you information doesn't, believe that it, doesn't mean that it's correct. It's meant to be, but it doesn't mean it is. Because we've clearly heard Minister Catherine Martin giving misinformation and repeating the same misinformation and absolutely refusing to remove it from Twitter, even though she was told by Judge Marie Baker, who is head of the Electoral Supreme Court judge, who is head of the Electoral Commission, that it's incorrect, she still won't remove it. So the government are telling a lot of lies. Roderick O'Gorman has been pulled up on numerous occasions in relation to some of the things that he has said. But you will get lies on both sides, by the way, on both sides. So it's up to you, the citizens and the general public, to make up your mind and decide what the right thing to do is and research it. I know it's difficult, but I hope certainly shows like this and other radio shows, etc. might help you a little bit. So how are you going to be voting? That's all I want to know today. Are you going to vote yes or are you going to vote no? Now, just before I come to Dave and Sertia, we did reach out um, to numerous people, including Roderick O'Rourman, Thomas Byrne, Regina Doherty, and many others in the Green Party as well, and requested them to come onto the show to represent the yes side. They refused to do so. We had numerous experts who wanted to come on and represent the no side, but the fact that we didn't have someone to represent the yes side hampered us in having any of them on, which is despicable when you think about it. Because the left side think, sure, we've won, or the yes side think we've won, so we don't need to represent ourselves. That's completely incorrect. It's all to play for, really, isn't it? So will you be voting yes or will you be voting no? Dave, hi, how are you doing? What's the crack? Dave, I think a lot of people seem undecided. Um, that seems to be the mm. sense that I'm getting from people. Although, if you look at my Twitter account, uh, there was over, I think, 100 replies there and everybody said no. But I think a lot of people are undecided as to how they want to vote because it is a confusing one. Yeah, it is, yeah. It does. 
I mean, like, I'm voting no because a woman's place is in the home and fucking cheeky from wanting to go out and get jobs. You know, they should know their place. Um, no, I'm, I'm messing, I'm only messing. Uh, no, but like, it's just, I, it, this has all happened so fast. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, previous referendums has been months and months of debate on radio, television. This all seems to be, the, it seems almost like they're trying to just rush it through as quick as humanly well, possible. Well, the government were asked to allow for amendments to the, and also the Citizens Assembly suggested different wording, but the government didn't run with that. But, see, that's, and, but, that's but it was quite me, clear yeah. they wanted this to run on women, International Women's Day for a reason. That was quite strategic. Oh, of course, yeah, because, you know, it's, a, it's one of those sexy, hot-button topics, you know, like, let's, uh, I don't know, maybe there's still a perception on the international stage that the Irish are, you know, this backwards people that we seem to be portrayed in in media and stuff like that, and, you know, maybe that's going to part of it, but I just, I mean, the wording of a lot of it is, is incredibly vague. I mean, they can't define what a durable uh, relationship is. Then the fact that, like, they don't want to publish the, the minutes of the meetings they've had about it, that kind of, you know, that sets alarm bells off. And then, like you said as well, the Citizens' Assembly, which is supposed to be, you know, a cross-section of society, a representation of the people, have made suggestions and they didn't listen to them either. They, al- they, also, received, they also received a full report uh, yesterday, the day before, in relation to what Neil Richmond was talking about, which was that the yes vote would change the whole dynamic of family reunification for immigration to increase the amount of people that people can bring with them if they immigrate to Ireland. Um, but there was a full and, report done on that, yeah. and they won't release the notes of that either. And you know what? Like, I mean, just to me, that seems a, a wee bit tinfoil hatish, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised. But no, I mean, but even like they, they said, like, they want to change it to reflect the modern society we're in. But they wanted to do that. They don't have to take out, um, you know, woman at all. They could have just added in Father. mothers, fathers, and family carers, you know. Um, and, like, again, when they're talking about families, they don't have to use durable relationships. They could say, they could easily word it to say, you know, describe families where the two parents aren't married or mm-hmm. single-sex couples. Do you know, it's just... Yeah, they could, they could have put in single parents or cohabiting couples. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Or same-sex couples, be it man a man or a woman and a woman. You know, I mean, they very easily could have done that. You know what I mean? But just to say durable relationships, and I don't know, and like I haven't had a chance to pay too much attention to it myself. But there was a lady on um, the radio, local radio station here, and she's from uh, she's involved with care uh, care groups and stuff like that. And they said like there's provisions for carers in the constitution where you know it's on the way it's worded, like the state has to provide services and then it should be changed to the state will endeavor to provide services. Do you know what I mean? So Stri- well, strive saying, is strive is the word they use. But the, yes. Strive, that's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, 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 other, I mean? the other criticism so say, of that, the criticism of that is, is that the government is basically passing the responsibility to the family. In other words, the state recognizes that the provision of care by members of the family to one another. In other words, it's not our problem; it's your problem. You deal with yeah. it if you're caring for somebody. Yeah. No, yeah. That, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, and like you know, not to not to forget the family care state. It's the what does it say the state every year per person? Seventy five grand mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so no, I just it's it's been rushed through too quickly. The word of it is too vague. I look like a, a hell of a lot of other people out there. I don't trust the state anymore. I don't. You know, I think when you had Cara Dieter on uh, not so long ago, and he said they could bring in legislation to say, I'm going to give Cara Dieter a million euros a year for the rest of his life. And he probably won't know because of just all the skullduggery, you know, underhanded stuff that we've seen from in the last couple of years. I just, if the state is coming out saying, this is going to be good for you, immediately I'm going to go, 
is it really though? You know, and I just, I don't trust them. I really don't. I okay. don't trust the okay. word. Well, 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 say that, that, that's a problem that a lot of people have at the moment. And when you have Minister Catherine Martin making stuff up and misinformation, and by the way, the same minister in government who were responsible for <laughs> setting up the commission who have just said that she's misinforming people and then she continues to misinform people, I find that absolutely patronising to the general public. But let me just go to Sersha if I can. Sersha, hi, how are you? Hello, Lyle, how are you? How are you doing? Sersha, now, this is an important subject, Sersha, and a very important referendum because it shapes the country and our constitution shapes the country and it shapes legislation for the future. Um, how are you voting? I'm voting yes. I'm glad to hear that you are acknowledging the importance of the constitution and you have just um, admitted there that it does shape, it does shape our society. And I fully agree with you. I think what's in the constitution is, is at the top and it trickles down and it sets the tone. Okay, so can I read out Article 41.2 as it currently is, yep. to my understanding? Okay. The state recognises that by her life within the home, so by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. Now, I've heard you over and over again say that it's not a woman's place within the home, but I think... We can, we can both hear the language there. There is a very strong implication that the entire of our society would crumble but for women in the home. Okay, now the next part... Probably would, actually, important. but yeah, but go on. Okay, well, that's a huge burden to place on a woman when perhaps she has individual desires outside of the kitchen sink. Okay, the state <laughs> shall, therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. You are constantly talking, it doesn't say the woman's place is in the home. It doesn't in those exact words, but what I'm reading here is that I owe my country my labour in a home. And if I don't, I am letting it down and but can I ask you a question, Sersha? Are you working? You are, aren't you? I, my personal life has oh. absolutely... Okay, okay, well, 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 okay, okay, fair, fair enough. But the point I was going to make is, you know, the vast majority of women in this country are working. Um, and those women who want to work are working. There is nobody suggesting for a minute, or there's no law in this country that says you cannot work. That went out 30 years ago. There's no law that says oh, you can't we work. Glad? Aren't we glad that that changed 30 years well, it ago? Well, did, it did, so there's no point in talking about it. It's gone. No, but I'm just saying, isn't that fantastic that we are... That, that, that I'm, not, I'm not being patronising. I'm not being patronising. I'm quite happy that it's changed, and I'm quite happy and there's I'll equality. Say this, I'll say this. It is because of men like you and your caller that that took so long to change. Oh, right. Because I bet if we went back 30 years we would have some version of the two of you discussing whether or not that was even correct. What, that we would believe that with the two of us, who you mean Dave the caller, is it? I think that there would be a version of this show 30 years ago and there would be other men deliberating about whether or not it was appropriate to let women continue to work while being married. 
and there would be similar dinosaurs discussing whether or not that was a good idea. Okay, to clarify, by the way, that piece of legislation that was around about 30 years ago was, wasn't a general piece of legislation. It was only within the civil service. If you were working in private industry or in the private sec- sector, you didn't have to give up your job. But it was in the civil but service. If you worked for the civil service, once you got married, you gave up your job. Yeah. So Okay, so anyway, my point here is, is that as you said yourself at the top of the show, the Constitution sets a tone. And at the moment, the tone it is setting very clearly is that women owe the country work in the home. And anybody who thinks it is controversial to want to change that in 2024 Needs their head examined. Well, okay. Well, let me just go back to Dave briefly. Actually, before I go to Dave, just going to take a quick seven-second break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. Sorry, just to come back to Dave, and I'm going to go to John in a second. But Dave, you need to get your head examined. Because that, that yes, sets a, that 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 count, that just sets a tone, um, and that Sersha believes that she has, is destined to be tied to the kitchen sink. Uh, we'll get a dishwasher then. Um, yeah, look at me, the thirty-six-year-old dinosaur. Um, when was the Constitution uh, written? What nineteen thirty-seven? Or that article? Nineteen thirty-seven. Right. Uh, Right. Um, you not think that's a fairly progressive piece of writing for the age it was written in? Because it's not saying I that a woman's place is in the home. I absolutely it's, it's, it's do. Saying, it's saying that a woman's contribution to society by rearing their children and their work in the home is like basically one of the core tenets of the society that we live in. It is a mass contribution to the country we live in. And ask any woman who stays at home, and look, I become a stay-at-home parent to a certain degree. Being at home is the hardest job you'll ever have. Keeping a house running with the kids and all the shit that comes along with that, that's harder than any job you'll do. And I've done a fair share of all the many jobs out there. So and another thing, people are getting their knickers in the twist over this, saying that, um, you know, oh, it, it makes Irish society seem backwards. And, you know, we're saying a woman's place is in the home. How many people have even heard of this line uh, from the Constitution before this referendum was even mentioned. I personally think this referendum is a gigantic waste of money because whether or not that line is in the Constitution or not, it's not like there's any woman that's going to take a high court case and say, well, I don't want to be in home. I want to go out and work. Uh, no, sorry, I want to go out well, I, well, yeah, then Dave, go out and work. Okay, well, then, Dave, the okay, argument is... I mean, well, hang, well, hang on, Sersha. The argument then from Sersha's side or the yes side is, if it's not a big deal and you don't even know what's in it, so what difference will it make to change it? Because I just don't trust the implications that could come from changing it because of how the state, you know, behaves, of the protections that may be there for carers. And uh, I'd rather have any, even if it's a slight sliver of a protection for someone who does want to stay at home and rear their family, I'd rather that be there than rather they be taken away. And if we are making it more about the society we live in, why why is the wording of it so vague? Why aren't we putting in mothers, fathers and carers, single sex relationships or single parent uh, families? Or families that are married. Well, now you're confusing like, the two parts of the referendum. But can I go back to something? This is a very progressive document for 1937. That does not translate to a progressive document in 2024. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it is mm-hmm. not offering protection to a woman in a home. 
by leaving it like this. Oh, it does. Continue on. But I just mentioned one thing. There was a research out yesterday by P- P- Professor P- Patricia Casey, who I'll be speaking to on Thursday. And it was a new opinion poll from Amorok, which shows the vast majority of mothers, 69%, that's almost 70%, want to be at home, not work, and feel undervalued uh, for what they do as mothers. Now, if they're feeling undervalued, 70% of women feel undervalued in the home and they want to stay at home if the state provided them with enough money. In other words, the only reason they're going to work uh, or going to work is to make to get money because they don't one income is just not enough anymore. Well that kind of that well that kind of ties in with the constitution then, doesn't it? The current constitution. I think why the reason that may be the case is because of because the work-life balance and the opportunities and options available for workers at the moment are so dismal. And regardless, it should be a free choice. To of course it should home. be, but, but, the problem but is, they were given a free choice. They were asked, would they the rather problem, stay at home? And they 70% problem, said yes. The problem, and I know we are all capable of understanding this, okay? The problem with the Constitution as it is, is the assumption and the implied pressure on a woman that that is her role. Can I just say one well, can, can I ask the, the question, hold on a second, the question that was asked by Amorok yesterday in this poll was, if you had the option and money was no issue, would you prefer to be a stay-at-home mother? 69% said yes, 22% said no, and 10% said I don't know. Okay, what if they gave that group another choice, which was be a uh, a yacht dwelling billionaire. They would all choose that, okay? It is no reflection on what an individual wants when you are giving them choices in a particular setup, okay? It is, do you want to go to your shit job where you're not paid enough or do you want to be with your child? There's not enough meaningful jobs out there right now, Niall. That is the problem. Okay, uh, okay. And Saoirse, just before I come to John, just in relation to the second part of the referendum, which is essentially changing the, you know, removing the word family or the foundation of the family and changing that. And let me just give you the actual wording of the proposed change. The proposed change would be the state recognises the family, whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. This has caused quite a bit of controversy because the governments themselves can't define the word durable relationship. How will you be voting? Yeah, I mean, so I'll just say there's an eight-page booklet that states a durable relationship means a family based on different types of committed and continuous relationships. What is wrong with that night? Okay, so let me let me give you an example that was given last night on the front by, by Padre Tobin. And let's say you're married. In this five- let's say you're married, okay, in a relationship and you're married. And you and your wife have a row and you don't love each other anymore. And you decide to get separated. So you move apart. But you're not actually separated or you're not actually divorced. And you move in with another woman. You're now in a durable relationship with a second person. So you now have two durable relationships because you're still with your still legally married to your wife because it can take five years to get divorced in this country. You're legally still married to your wife. And let's say you die. Who gets your money? So this night was already worked out in the court. Oh. And I imagine... Why are we, why are we forwarding things to the courts? We shouldn't be in a situation where we're, we're not having things that are defined properly that, that we have to keep sending random cases to the courts all the time. That's how the legal system works. That's the problem with the way the legal system works, it sounds to me. And can I say I am sure 
the very smart people in the legal system would be sure to make make it so that you don't have 17 durable relationships or durable families. You you have one. People in this country are living in reality in all different setups, right? And then you have Mary and John married on paper, separate, sleeping in different bedrooms. We all know that couple, and they're benefiting from being married. It is. It is fiction fairy tale, once again, this idea that the nuclear family is the only family. And it is really the cause of so much toxicity in this country that we can't be honest with ourselves about how we are really living. Okay, hold on a second. Let me go to John. John, hi, how are you? Um, yeah, look, I watched uh, last night uh, up front, uh, possibly like you did, and I see Paddle Turbine, who was absolutely excellent. And I see Thomas Byrne. I, thought that was, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Thomas Byrne will that'll go down as his finest moment. No, I thought if he was there yet, he couldn't define, uh, define this durable relationship. Like, he struggled and struggled and he just couldn't get there, right? No, just as a girl, number one is the total waste of 20 million, right? Which could be spent on health and weight and this and houses and whatever, right? I didn't see any marches in the street by women looking for this. Nobody was looking for this. This to me is an attack on the family. It's an attack on women. They want to remove the word woman completely. And right? mother. The and woman, mother. And, and mother. Now, the, the, now, can, I, can I point uh, out one, the word woman does appear in two other parts of the Constitution where it refers to man and woman. Okay, so just yeah. okay, but but on its own, singularly, it's the only appearance of the word woman which will be removed. But I, I think you just read out the poll that was done there, and all right. Look, any any church psychologist will tell you that from one year old to seven, that's the most formative years of the child. And to have a parent at home is most essential, especially the mother, because the maternal instinct is there. I see a girl in the supermarket the other day while I was waiting the queue, and in between customers, she pulled out her phone. And what picture was she looking at? Her two kids. She would rather be at home, obviously, with her kids, but financially, she has to go to work, unfortunately, right? But this whole idea that I think is most extreme. Well, well, John, I would argue then. I would argue then that that you know um, that section of the Constitution. Um, I'm sorry, I'm the last of the section here. Anyway, see, so that section of the Constitution, which is forty-one to one, recognizes the woman and her life in the home, and that she shouldn't. Be, or you know, the government should. Uh, she shouldn't have to go to work for economic necessity to engage in labour yep. to neglect of her duties at home or, or look after her kids, so to speak. I mean, well, then we failed, haven't we? Because have, women, because women have. have to go to work, so you well, know, for any women who wants to stay at home, she can't. So that piece of constant, that piece of the constitution has probably failed them. Well, the thing is, like, if you go back to when Gareth Fitzgerald was teacher, he went on the late late show, and he said that he was going, when he was coming into government, if he got in, he was going to pay women for staying at home. I know, Bertie Hearn said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and it never happened to this day, right? No, to me. Like, it's an attack on the women that choose to stay at home, right? They do an excellent job, right? Give up, put their careers in hold, whatever. And to almost now say that, look, this isn't worth anything, the work you do, and the moral upbringing of the child, the physical minding of the child, just the being there and, and having the person in the home, and you're showing them what a home is all about. And you see, the Taoiseach of this... I know this is going to be controversial, I'm going to say no, but don't give a damn, I'm going to say it anyway. The Taoiseach of this country, right, and what they call Garmin, right? And account of who they are. They will never know what it is a woman does at home because they never have a female wife. Yeah, but they had a... Well, well, hang on. They've had a mother. No, but I'm, I'm talking about... There's a big difference from your mother and your wife. 
No, they, they will never have a mother at home minding kids and know and understand what a woman and the home actually does. I, I don't because, agree with you, John, because both of them have mothers and will recognise the work that their own mothers did in the home. Yeah, but oh, they might have sisters. So I, I think, yeah, sorry. Well, well, I, well, I, I, I did no, I just think that I, I think that I just always find that argument a bit low. I understand the point that you're making, but you know, from their own experience, they won't. But in saying well, that, they are, they both have mothers. Sorry, sir, you want to say something to John? I, I believe this, this government so like, are attacking the family so from their own. I'm so glad that you have John here now to, to really display the deep rooted ignorance that is at the back of the no vote. You think there's a man, a gay man, who won't have a woman in his home minding his children will never understand what a woman in this country does no. for society. Uh, if, if, you, if, you open, if, if you open, if you open, if you, if you, if you open those things on the side of your head called ears, you would have heard what I said. I said, I didn't say mother, I said wife. They will never understand what a wife, as a mother, the mother being their wife, right, in the home, and the work she does, they will never experience that. This to me is an what attack on women who do it. This is an attack. This is an attack. Will they have a partner who does work in a home? Should women that want to stay at home... Well, you know, women. she's asked you a question, John. They may not have Will a wife, they have a but they'll have a partner. Say again? So you're just... You're really proving the point here. This is enough. There should not be anything to do with gender. A person who stays in a home contributes... But it's, it's, all, it's all about gender because it, it's all about gender and because it's an attack on this the woman in the home. Mind. What part of that don't you understand? Do you know the most, the most, the most, the most, I can only listen to one person at a time. I'm sorry. By the way, Saoirse, would you have been happy if they said they were going to change the constitution and replace the word woman and mother to mother, uh, to a woman and mother and a father and a man? Would you, in other words, they just inserted a little bit extra to include men in that. Would you have been happy with that? I think we are with gender. Oh, oh, That's because we have we have a gender. We're men and women. We have genders. You asked me a question. Yeah, I, I only asked you, I asked you just a simple yes or no will do me fine. Would you have been happy with okay, that? Well, I, I, I don't want to be dragged into a clickbait answer. Oh, I want Jesus. to explain myself. Why don't we say every red-haired person in a home contributes to society? Because we don't identify people on one descriptor. Yes, we do. We identify, as part of the family, we identify men and women as mother and father. Can I, I'll finish. Whatever person is in the home contributing is just as valuable as the person out at work being paid to contributing. We need all types of people for a functioning society. Why are we upset with women in the home? It isn't 1936, okay? John, you need to get your head out of your arse. Okay, let me just go to Lorraine. Lorraine, hi, how are you? I'm good, Niall, how are you? I'm good, Lorraine. How are you? How will you be voting on both counts? Yes, no, no, I'll yes? I'll be voting no on both. I'm lucky enough to be a stay-at-home stay mom. I'm at home with my kids. Okay. I'm lucky enough for that. And to me, I agree with John, it's attack on women. Why can't... Well, who's actually offending them words? Who are they actually offending? Offending Saoirse. Like, yeah, and I just mean, like, it's an attack on women. It is. Like, just leave it alone. It's a waste of money. Like, what's it going to achieve, putting new words in the, like, changing the words and putting them in the Constitution? Who's it going to affect? Well, the government's argument is, is that it recognises different types of family units I, and I, that it recognises that other people are at home with children and stay in the I'll home apart from that. women. Oh, thank you, Sir. Go I'll ahead. Answer. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll answer who this affects. This affects 
four-year-old girls. They have sex seven-year-old girls. They are growing up in... uh, Can I answer? They're growing up in in a world where we are still implying to them that they should play with the doll and be in the kitchen. And that's their their primary purpose. Congratulations (laughs) to you that you're happy with your situation. Stop enforcing it. On the younger I'm generation. not enforcing it on anyone. You I never enforce. No, I'm not. Let me, let me answer. Let me answer. I let you speak. Let me answer, please. I have a of seven-year-old course. daughter. I have a seven-year-old daughter, right? And she and she will tell you herself. She's seven and she wants to be a teacher. She wants to go to college. I'm not enforcing on her. You've got to stay at home and chain yourself to the kitchen sink. It works for you're me. Limiting, you're limiting her options. I'm not helping. Because I'm at home and showing her that her dad can work and I'm at home rearing my kids and they're not in a crash. No, How is that limiting no, my no. daughter? How is that limiting? You said it's limiting it, my daughter. How is that limiting my daughter? Can I answer? Not by yeah, being go for in it. the home. Your, your mindset is limiting her. No, it's not. I have a degree. I worked when I had no, my oldest son. They're not listening. You are clutching on to this provision in the constitution because it makes you feel good about your life but you are limiting her possible options in her mind and how can you explain to me Saoirse and you're right Saoirse Lorraine is clutching onto it because it makes her feel good about what she does it makes her feel valued in the home looking after and raising her children but how is she limiting I, I'm confused how is she limiting her how daughter's limiting options my daughter how am I limiting yeah. Saoirse you can't have a load of nonsense my daughter is seven. She wants. I'll tell you like why you're limiting. Because as she said, this constitution sets the tone. This is the ultimate word on our society. And by associating women with the home, you are telling your daughter, you are implanting. So the word ma'am in the constitution is limiting my daughter. Can I finish? These things trickle down and you're implanting into her mind in a way that you are not implanting into a seven-year-old boy's mind that these are her options. You are encouraging... So the word ma'am in the Constitution is limiting my mother. No, because you're talking nonsense. This is important. You're talking absolute nonsense. There is no seven-year-old boy in this country right now growing up with the limiting belief that his place is in a kitchen. No, but there are seven-year-old boys growing up in this country who also have a belief that they have a certain role in society. And men and women do have roles in society. And we would be delusional to believe that they don't. Like, what's yeah, saying that a boy can't yeah, stay at home? What's saying that a man can't stay at home? Why does a boy... What, what's saying a boy can't stay at home? We are limiting all human potential by telling children they have a place and it is somewhere other than where they want to be. There's nobody stopping anybody achieving anything they want. But when we raise children as boys and girls, and I'm not saying that we stereotype them by throwing dolls at girls and guns and tanks at boys, but realistically, as men and women, we choose, very naturally choose different roles in society. Now, that's just a general statement. That doesn't mean every woman has to do a certain thing or every man has to do a certain thing, Saoirse. But there are limitations to the genders. Can I say, Hmm. you think, you really believe that people's choices are not affected by what they see and what's represented to them as possibilities. There is a reason people are gravitating towards certain options. It's because what they see 
informs what they choose. There's a connection there that okay. you seem in denial Sarah, can about. I ask you a question? Can I ask you an honest question? You can ask me anything. Right. The word ma or woman in the Constitution, right, is that limiting little girls to go on and do what they want to do, be a doctor, be a vet, be um, a politician? Is that word, that, is that the word that's offending you? The word itself is not a problem. It is the context of the word, of course. Like, why is that such a big deal? Like, it's, it's, to me, I want it there. I am a... You are drawing... Can I ask both of you this question? Because I really need to hammer this home. Would you vote tomorrow for a new provision which said that men's role is fill in the blank? You wouldn't because it's barbaric. We don't do that to people. We don't tell them how to live or what to do. We give them free choice. We, but, but I mean, but to, to clarify, you know, the wording in the Constitution doesn't state that's a woman's role. And I'm going to read it again for those who may be confused. It says, in particular, the state recognises that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. Now, that doesn't say, well, hang on, hang on. That doesn't say she has to be in the home. It just says that we recognise that when she is in the home, she's doing a great job. Exactly. There's no more in that that says she has to be a stay-at-home mom. The amount of manipulation and pressure that is baked into that that provision that you are being very disingenuous about not acknowledging. Let me tell you this. I grew up in Ireland where my mother, my grandmother, they had no options. They did not fulfill their potential in the way that the men in their world did. And they did a great job. Oh, so I'm not fulfilling my potential. I, I, benefited, I benefited from their sacrifice, but I will not stand by and allow the younger generation to be limited in the way that we were. You no, I was asking you to. Caller, caller, you chose what you chose. Congratulations. Her name is Lorraine, actually, not caller. Give, give the next generation more options. Okay, do me a favour, both of you. Stay there just for a second. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast, the Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, stay there for a second, both of you, please, Sersha and Lorraine. Please stay with me. Let me go to Steve. Steve, hi, how are you? Why is it that I'm on the sending I don't know. Okay, so Steve, I mean, okay, how are you voting? You heard Sersha, she's voting um, yes to both. Uh, Lorraine is voting no to both. How are you voting in this referendum, Steve? I am voting yes. Okay, that surprises no, me, but go on. I, I'm voting yes for a reason. Okay. Um, now, and, and it's been left out quite a lot today. So basically, we have people like John and Lorraine who are coming on and they're using words like, this is an attack on women. It's an attack on women. And you have conspiracy theories being bandied around. Like, you know, it's all about immigration. They want to bring over all the foreigners from the reunification. To be fair. No, mention foreigners. Well, hang on. I, I, and by the way, to be fair, if you want to talk about immigration and it's, and how it impacts immigration, Neil Richmond from Fianna Fáil are already said that it would have an impact on immigration because it would have an impact on family reunification. 
So that's of that course, is open to debate. Any, so it's not a conspiracy theory. Of course, it's no, no. Hold on, hold on a second, Niall. What's happening on Facebook and Twitter and all these social media platforms is people are going nuts, saying things like, you know, all the foreigners are going to come over. This is an attack on women, so on and so forth, and it's angering people, and they're not not looking at what it is and should be. Now, I support, I actually didn't really support much of what uh, Sorsha was saying before she said it, but listening to her now, I'm going, Jesus, you know what, she's right about a lot, of, a lot of these things. But what I feel is men are being left out of this one. I, I'd ask Lorraine this question. Lorraine, if there yeah. was a part of the Constitution that excluded women and only favoured men, how would you feel about that? It depends on what it is. Like this to me, because I am a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. I am a stay-at-home mom. So to me, it's attacking me. It's attacking what I do. Like, who okay. is this actually? That's not, but that's, like, Lorraine, that's not, answer, that's not answering the question. If I'm there just, was a part I'm of the Constitution that excluded women and favoured men, how would you feel about that? Give me an example. What? You mean, say, me an say example, uh, example, yeah. so, so, okay, so a line that says men must go out to work and earn money. Right. So, no, 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 no. Reverse it completely because that's not favouring men. So let's say that it was men that could stay at home, that it was said in the Constitution. Men can stay at home and men can mind their kids. They don't have to walk. They're protected, but women are not. How would you feel about that? It's, just, it's reversed. It's completely reversed. Isn't it? If my partner wanted to stay it at is, home yeah. and I went to work, I'd, I'd support him on that. I know, I'm asking how would you feel up? about what the Constitution says, Lorraine? Well, 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 then, well, hang on, hang on, that's just a little bit confusing. But Steve, then would it not have been better for the government if they really wanted to get this past the post to do what most people had suggested before the Citizens' Assembly came back, which was, you know, to leave the line in a particular state recognised by her life. Yeah. But instead of by mm -hmm. her life, by their life, both man yeah. and woman, uh, pro, yeah. pro, uh, would that, you know, give the state support, a support without the common good cannot be achieved? Would that not have been a better thing to do than, than to remove it completely? Yes, that it I would. agree with. Yes, I 100% uh, they worded, I, it, they worded it like that. I here's agree. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The horse is bolted. So this is what well then, like well, then, well, then, it, well, then I suppose the point that Lorraine and the no voters are saying is, and I've spoken to a lot of no voters who said they would have been happier with that and they would have been okay to change it to that. Okay, so, so, when, so if they really wanted to get a pass, why not do that? It's not, that's not happening. The horse is bolted. But, so this is what But then they're in trouble, aren't they? So, so that's why I'm asking the question and I would ask all your listeners and Lorraine still hasn't answered the question. I haven't How answered would it. If feel? it was worded no, like that, if it was worded, if it was worded like that, I'd 100% agree with it. 100% I would agree with it. If no, it was no, no, worded no, that's like not that, answering the question, Lorraine, 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 that's not answering the question. My question was, how would you feel if you were excluded? If something excluded you and favoured men over women, you would be out born in your knickers and bra going, no, oh, wouldn't. women's rights, how dare they, blah, blah, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm not one of them. I'm not a, no, 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 no. I'm not one of them feminazis that go out and burn my bra and favour men over women. I'm not like that. If that's the way okay. the Constitution was worded to begin with, if it was worded like okay, that to okay. begin with... Let me, let me move on to the second part, Steve. The second part is removing the foundation of the family and changing the definition of the foundation of the family to, um, okay, the state recognised the family whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. Okay. So, Niall, I, I've said it on many occasions. I'm a traditionalist. I believe the, the nuclear family is what works best. 
But in saying that, we cannot fail to recognise modern families, Noel. It's time to update the constitution to reflect the diverse nature of families in Ireland today. Because there is a diverse nature. And I would also like to point out to people like you and Pat or Tobin, you know, with this durable relationship. Oh, we'll have a durable relationship with my dog, with my cousin. Oh, you're being I don't, I don't think, Pat, men- I don't like think Pat I mentioned I, I having a durable relationship with a dog. And I mentioned it, mentioned it a few weeks ago in are, jest. Are, are, what, what was it he said about polygamy? Yeah. Well, I gave an example of what he said last night, which was being married to one person and then meeting somebody else. You now have two durable relationships. Yeah. And the eight-page booklet, Niall, do you know what it says about durable relationships? Yes, a committed relationship. You must be be living together for... No, it doesn't. No, you don't don't have to be... For two years. No, it doesn't say that. Did you read the book? It doesn't... Did you read the book? It doesn't mention anybody having to live together. Because I can tell you what, there are husbands and wives in this country who don't live together. Does that mean they're not in a durable relationship? So that's nonsense. You both have... You both have a mutual commitment to a shared life to the exclusion of all others, similar to marriage or a civil partnership in practice um, through not... That law. has to be... The, the problem for the government, yeah, but the problem for the government... Let me finish, Noel. Okay, go in on, a go relationship on. that is genuine and continuing. You live together for at least two years and do not, not live separately apart. So, I mean, what, what's so... I mean, do you not understand okay, that? Okay, Does, can have, I, can have I you guys not picked up... Have yeah, you not picked up well, the... Well, okay, but no, no, the, the, reason, the reason I'm saying that to you is is that it has already been questioned as to what the definition of the word durable relationship is. And the minister, by his own admission, Minister O'Gorman, said that it would probably have to go to the courts. Absolutely. And, 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 he, and Niall, he's, he's a, I, I, actually, I won't say what he is. But uh, at the end of the day, people are being missold this by Facebook, by Twitter. They're also being missold it by government not, ministers as well, no, by the way. Not. Yes, yeah, they no, are. Should Roderick O'Gorman got a community notice put on his tweet, his video the other day by Twitter? It's written down in an... I, I'm just telling you that the government are equally misinforming people too. Let me ask... Don't just blame Facebook. Lorraine. Can I ask Lorraine, did you, Lorraine, did you read the book? Did you? I did. I read some of it. Didn't read it all, I'll be honest. So, so there you go. You're going to vote on something that you have no idea about, that you've only got I'm your gonna... information from Facebook and Twitter. No, I didn't only get my information from Facebook and Twitter. No, I yeah, didn't. Attack Me... on women. Attack on women. Where does it's, it say that in any I'm publication? A, a, it doesn't... They are, to me, it is. I'm a stay-at-home man. What is wrong with that word? Like, why is everyone... What's wrong with that word? Woman, I have nothing, like, wrong, I have with nothing wrong with that. I have nothing wrong with that. My, my, my... Sorry, sorry, Saoirse. What's the caller's name? Lorraine. Lorraine, it's not about you. Why are you making a referendum about you? It's <laughs> I'm not making it about me. I'm not making it about me. I asked what the word, why does that word offend people? Why is that word offending people? You have a chip on your shoulder and you are oh. touching on provision to make yourself... No, I'm not. I asked why is that word of offending people? Why is that word offending people in the Constitution? Why is that one word offending people? No, it's the lack of other words that offend. But then add the other words to it. Add him, mother, father. Add them to it. Just don't take that word out. That's what the word word durable does. That's what the word durable does. It doesn't, though. It takes that word. We're only in that Constitution, as I've said twice, the word woman on her own. We're only in it twice. 
so why not man, leave it alone? Man in the Constitution. And I'm saying Men are mentioned three times in the Constitution, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, and here's the thing, Men and women. Men are excluded from Article 41. Are they not? Yes they, they, no? they are because it's, it's, it's a specific provision for women and for mothers. Sersha, by the way, in relation to the word woman that Lorraine believes that you're upset by, what's the meaning of it? In your mind, what, what is a woman? I think a woman is a female human who, um, who often but not always identifies as the gender of woman. What? No, that's not what a woman is. Define what a woman is, Sersha. Define what a woman a is. Woman. By biology, define what a woman is. Okay, it's a gender identity that is usually used by a female human. <laughs> not always. A female human is a woman who has a uterus, has ovaries, and is a woman. That's a woman. What has this got to do with anything? Well I, well, I think we're in trouble. When, when we want to remove... Sorry, Saoirse, for a second. Steve, the point I was making is when you want to remove something from a constitution, I would like to think people have a full understanding of the meaning of what they're removing. Now, if people don't, and I see a lot of politicians grapple with this on a regular basis, understand the meaning of the word woman, it's very difficult for people to make a conscious decision to remove it. So I'm asking Saoirse, I'm sticking to this. So Saoirse, you believe a woman can be anybody who wants to identify as a woman? Gender identity, and oh, I think okay. that so, so I well, then I, well, I can be a woman, so the constitution protects me too. The Stephen can be a woman. There's a difference between a woman and a female. And can I say something, Lorraine? By your robust definition, am I no longer a female if my uterus is removed? Am I no longer? I didn't a woman? say uh, no, 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 no. You asked me to identify or think what a woman was. I said what a woman was. A woman is a, has a uterus and ovaries. If you get that removed, you're still a woman. You still have your own, like you're still a woman. Okay. You still have the, uh, the chromosomes to be a woman. It is a gender identity that is used mostly, primarily by females, but not always, not exclusively. End of story. There you go, Niall. Maybe you don't have to ask me that question, Niall. Well, okay, well, Steve, I'll pass... Uh, I'll go on, I'll pass away. Well, I'll answer the question, then. What's a woman? An adult human female, like it says on your cup, now, on your mug that you're selling so desperately. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not selling human. it, by the way. You can get them for free if you subscribe to the website, nyboylan.com. We give away one uh, every day. That's okay, the Nile Boylan so podcast. human, one. female. And so, it actually says, thing, by Niall, definition, Niall, I'm reading Niall, it off the mug, actually. Woman is a noun, which is an adult human female. And I think, exactly. Saoirse, what, what Lorraine was saying to you was a person who was born with a uterus. Uh, okay. And Niall, wait, 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 Niall. Niall, hold on a second. Adults, sorry, sir, two seconds. It's Sarah. very difficult for anybody to vote on a constitutional amendment when they don't even know what the word means. Niall, typical yeah. you and Lorraine to throw in questions like this that have nothing got to do with the Absolutely, topic. Absolutely, they have everything to do with it. If I want, to, if somebody's going to go out there and vote to remove the word woman or mother or that line from a constitution, I would like to think that they understood what it actually means and what those words mean. Stay there for a second, Stephen, sir. Should let me just go to Aaron. Aaron, hi. Hang on. Before I need to go. Sorry? I have to say something before I go. One in every 5,000 people are born without a uterus. Just so you know, your, your definition is... Have they still, got, have they still the got the chromosomes that identify them as female? Have they still got the chromosomes that identify them Nothing as female? Nothing got to do with the topic. So now we're all scientists, are we? Okay. You asked yourself how to identify a woman. You've got the chromosomes. If you're born without uterus, you still have the chromosomes. You're still a female. You're still a woman. Scientist Lorraine. 
you know, one in every so many thousand children are born with four fingers or with six fingers or with three toes or whatever it is. That still doesn't mean that we define a human being as having less than five fingers or five toes. That's sure, it. Yeah, that's that's just the way it works, Sorshi. You know, unfortunately, nature isn't always perfect. Uh, anyway, let me go to sorry. Sir, let me just go to Aaron. He's been waiting ages. Aaron, hi. How are you? Oh, hi, Niall. Yeah, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. So Thank you very much, indeed, Aaron, for coming on. Aaron, will you be voting yes or no to both referendums? Uh, uh, a double no. It's, it's very hard to know. I mean, it's the, the government I just don't trust on a lot of fronts. It always seems to be some other agenda. I think it's it's very silly pre-election optics, very clearly like on Women's Day and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw an ad the other day for the Yes campaign, and it's it's it's, it's kind of how they frame it. It's almost as if every woman who's who who works in the home it's 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 this perception that if she wasn't in the home she'd have some high flying high status comfortable career and that's those sorts of career, most people don't have careers they have jobs mm-hmm. that they don't like if they won the lotto in other words if they didn't have the economic necessity to work they'd stay at home with their family that's particularly true of women i think well 69 percent of women according to a poll yesterday but one yep yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's this and the, the the slogan of, you know, a woman's place is wherever she decides it to be. That's that's just not realistic. That's never how it's been for women or men. You know, that these it's this that that, that they can do anything and uh, which they can. I mean, I'm all for as everyone is women optimizing their potential and all that. Mm. But it's uh, you know, if you leave the home it's it's going to be and most young women I think in this country, thanks to multiple governments, you know, can't even afford homes. Yeah. You no, know, let alone let alone have children. I mean, this is the stuff we're not. I mean, and even even Saoirse there, it's that kind of this very divisive identity politics that they're importing. That you know, when they can't even define what. I mean, it seems to me they have contempt for women. Uh, you know, and so uh, Saoirse has whole, contempt for women. Well, if she can't even be honest and define what a wo- woman is, I mean, it's I contempt did, for children. I did, I did define it. Excuse me. You define it as anybody identifies. The only as one I have contempt for are the people on this show. <laughs> it's the, the, the whole the, the distinction the distinction between men and wow. women, Sirsha, is 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 the whole reason we have the world architecture, music, why everyone's alive. That that's it's it probably is, the most basic. It's the most basic distinct. It's the most basic truth anyone has is that distinction between man and woman and the biology is, and how people is, are reproduced. It is. It is a primitive distinction that was important it's, back when we were hunt, hunter and gatherers that we are now grasping, holding on to. We don't need to be so obsessed if, if all, with if all the if all the if all the if all the cavemen. If all the cavemen believed they were cavewomen instead of cavewomen, I mean, we just wouldn't be here. I mean, why, why is it primitive to suggest there's a difference between the genders, Saoirse? Why is that primitive? Every doctor does it in a hospital. I tell you, you would have a real problem if a doctor couldn't identify as you a man or a woman when they were operating on you. You're, you're <laughs> misinterpreting what I said. The obsession with the division between the sexes is primitive in that it was much more important in that society than it is in ours. Because that society was built on strength and nurturing. Because that's what Not you needed. Yeah, and, and we still have that hardwiring. Yeah. 
Okay, we, we, we got off on a bit of a tangent. I don't want to focus too much just on that. Aaron, just, uh, okay, so it, certainly in relation to the first uh, amendment, you will be voting no. The second one, um, what the, the issue you have, I assume, is the durable relationships and the relations to the family. Yeah, it's, it's far too subjective. I think that there's some other agenda. There's a lot of misinformation as well around. I mean, I think you pointed out, Michael McDool said there is explicit reference elsewhere in the Constitution about men and women equally. That's right. Uh, uh, earn, earning on, on two other occasions. That's never yeah. referenced. Yeah. I mean, in this state, I mean, it's like it's, if you could take the proclamation of 1916 as being the original founding document, Irishmen and Irish women at a time when no one else in the world even uh, uh, recognised women. So it's quite, I know De Valera and McQuaid were conservative, but I, I just don't see that uh, in the Constitution. The reads relatively progressive to me it's they're just laboring under it uh, the, 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 well, you, you can't you can't deny that the, the constitution must evolve with society that's why we have referendums on a regular basis no, so, so it must no, evolve to a degree no, yeah, but, uh, we, we want to know did i not say earlier on that the reason why this will will pass in your favor is because of people using language, um, like the, the conspiracy theorist language. He just came on here and he said, there's another agenda. Like there's a man behind the court and pulling the strings on something completely different. Why can't you take something like no, this I, and I say value? Well, well dispel, dispel the agenda then and release the interdepartmental advice that the government got. They won't do that even under freedom of information. So what else is there for people to believe other okay, than so this conspiracy? Wh why? Why? What is, it, what is it? They're, what is it? They're hiding. That's what I Aaron, want to know. Oh, yeah, I mean, Steve, it's a fair point. There was uh, obviously a, a paper given to the government, and also yesterday, by the way, another uh, published report in relation to the impact it would have on family reunification and immigration. And again, that was where is being withheld. And according to Thomas Byrne last night on television, it would do wouldn't do any good to release it, or it wouldn't make any difference. But let's see it then. So. Okay, no, and that's most likely why they're hiding it because it has a negative Im uh, influence on the way the vote would go, the way the government. Yeah, but that's wants. not the government's decision to make those decisions, whether they believe it should have had a negative or a positive impact. It's up to them to release all the information available and to be so the public are informed. That's the whole idea of a referendum. Does that does not mean that there is an agenda, an alternative? I didn't say there was. But you can't blame. You, but I'm you can't blame people thinking that when they're refusing to release information. You can't blame Thanks, people. Right, and of course you can't blame people, Noel. But he's going out voting on an assumption, not fact. But that's because the government are failing to give him, as a citizen, the information that he requires. Well, he has enough information there, Niall, to make a genuine consideration on. Not to turn around and say, I'm going to assume that they're, they're doing something else off in the background. You have no proof of that. None whatsoever. And that's the basis of okay. his vote. Okay, that well, both of you stay there for a second because I want to bring Sarah in. She's been waiting ages. Sorry, Sarah, go ahead. Hi, Niall. How are you? How are things? Good. Sarah, I, I yes or no to either referendum? I a strong no on both. Um, basically, the Constitution has never held me back. I've had a great career. Um, but the one time I was held back in my life was when my children were young. I have three children who are now teenagers. And um, I had to sell my car to be at home with them. We couldn't afford, um, you know, for, for me to stay out of work for long. I took a couple of years that I could by, as I said, selling the car. And I wish I had known at the time that there was this clause that said, the state would support me to stay at home with my children. What, what's happening now at the minute is there's this, this kind of equality 
kind of drive. And people are missing a really fundamental point. You can have equality of opportunity without pretending men and women parent in the same way. Um, women, we, we're, we go through pregnancy, we go through childbirth. Only women can have children. And I didn't even want children, but as soon as I had them, I didn't even have a maternal instinct. By God, I want to be with them. And it was me crying myself to, to sleep at night about handing them over to the creche, not my husband. And so anyone who denies the reality of mothering and nurturing and the roles that we want to take on um, really needs to take a long, hard look at themselves and stop shaming women like that woman, Lorraine, who's, you know, a proud stay-at-home mother, absolutely fantastic. She's a really good role mm -hmm. model for her, for her daughter. And, you know, women that work are also a good role model. Women in all shapes and sizes. And this is not limiting us in any way. I would like them to remove the word duty. I don't agree with the current wording, so I'm going to vote no. Um, it could be updated, but not to remove mothers. Um, back to the conspiracy theory thing. Last year, we saw Roderick O'Gorman try to remove the word woman from the Maternity Act. We saw a person with a cervix in 2020 put into the HSE instead of woman. I was one of the women who campaigned to get the word woman put back in. It took hundreds of emails and phone calls because they literally wanted to call us a set of body parts. So it's not a conspiracy theory. There is a concerted effort to remove sex as a reality from legislation, to remove women's boundaries and rights, to force us to be yeah, um, complicit with men entering female sex, single sex spaces and sports. And if we object, we're abused and called turfs by the likes of Roger O'Gorman. So it's not a conspiracy theory, it's reality. And I'll be voting strong no. There you go, Steve. It's not a conspiracy theory. Well, it's a reality. And, and by the way, just to back up what Sarah says, you're well aware that the HSC and the NHS, by the way, in the past, although the NHS are now doing a U-turn and a lot of those kind of pronouns, yeah. um, you know, this chest feeding and all that kind of nonsense. Okay. Uh, the HSC themselves have also, and I've had doctors on the air, doctors turn around to me, refer to pregnant people. And I will always mm -hmm. correct them, by the way, and I say, you mean pregnant women, don't you? So, no, I mean, so, the, so, and so it, removing the word woman is not a conspiracy theory. It is happening uh, quite a lot. It's happening. Okay, happening. but the, the reasoning behind it, hold on a second. The reasoning behind that is, Niall, because it's virtue signaling. And I don't agree with removing the word woman. I would just like to point that out. Um, I think that know, men then. and women, it's men and women, no, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, because something you said there, I want to ask you a question. Where is the equality that you're so favourable upon in Article 41 for men? I'll answer, okay, I'll answer. So I'm telling you, right, from my experience and any mother I know, when you have young children, you want to be with them. The same drive... What does that got to do with what I just no, asked you? Okay, I'm not, okay, of course, I'm not it's about women. No, no, yeah, no yes, you're not answering the question. Okay, just don't interrupt. Let her answer yeah. the question. Maybe put him on mute there so I can answer his question. So if you look at um, maternity benefit, you know, the state will pay women um, up to a certain threshold for six months after they have a baby to stay at home with that baby. They have given birth. They want to maybe breastfeed. They need to sleep. Men don't get that. So the, the state already recognises that women have a different role to play when we have children to men. Now, it would be nice for men to get the same time off but we should fight for that instead of trying to pretend that sex doesn't matter and that women don't need these things. The state should strive 
and actually be obliged mm. to support women if they wish to stay but, at but home. He, but, but here's the thing, Sarah, we can legislate. We don't need the Constitution. And we, we've already done that. It would, you know, parental leave and all sorts of uh, paternity leave. and all. We've legislated for all those things. So we could yeah. easily legislate, like many other countries, uh, when it comes yeah. to maternity leave, that both the husband and the wife or the, the male and the female in the relationship can decide between them what part of the six months they want to take, or they can share it, take two yeah, months each, or whatever. Finland, yeah, that's what they yeah. do in many right, other countries. Of the world. But but we don't. But hang on, the point, Steve, is you don't need the constitution to make those changes. No, because, hold on, no, 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 no. no, no hold and, on, and by the way, I, I, by the way, I, if I could just sorry, sorry, Steve, just for two seconds, Sarah, if I could ask you a question, it, it, to be fair to Steve, if the mm-hmm. state turned around tomorrow and said, okay, we want to change that line in the constitution, and the state will recognise that by their life. Both yeah. men and women give to the state yeah. and support when else the common good cannot be achieved. Would you be, would you accept yeah. that? I'd be happy enough with that. Yes, I'd be happy enough. I don't think we should be removing the recognition. Women make a unique contribution. Mothers play a unique role, and um, you can have men make up for it if if women aren't around. But nothing replaces a mother. Every human born had a mother. They may not have had them for the full of their life, but they were there. And if people can't, I would urge people to look back at their own relationship with their own mother and recognise that it's a different relationship than what you have with a father. And why should we shame that? Why should we be trying to pretend that's not Nobody's real? Nobody's shaming that. Nobody's shaming that. Nobody's shaming that. Well, let, well, let, well, let, let Steve speak there, Sarah. Hang on. Let Steve say what he wants to say. Exactly. Niall, can you do me a favour? Can you stick that woman on mute there? <laughs> she, when she did ask me to put you on mute, but I'm not going to put either one of you on mute because I'm not that exactly. rude. It's very, it's very rude to even suggest that. Now, I would like to point out that I asked a very simple question. And I don't know whether you've ever seen the, the movie, The Best Little Hero House in Texas. It's where a politician, um, he's asked questions and he sings a little song called I Like to Dance a Little Sidestep. Because when he's asked a direct question, he can't answer it. And she just done it too. I asked, where is at present the equality in Article 41 for men? So, are you going to let me answer or are you going to interrupt me? Yeah? Okay, you're going to, you're going to let me Go answer. ahead. He let you okay. answer. Okay, so, so I, and I've said already, I would be happy for men to be included so I would be happy with a different amendment. And because I'm not happy with this amendment, I'm going to vote no. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the status quo for me as a woman, right, making, making sure that the word mother remains, that the unique contribution that women make remains, is more important to me, right, at the minute than removing that. We'll never get it back. So I would be voting no and pleading with the government to come back to the drawing board and do a better job on it. Okay, getting back to the family part of it, Sarah. Um, I think that answered your question, Steve. No, um, it didn't. No, no, no. no I, think, I think she agrees that there isn't equality no. in it. But, but, but she's saying, for the moment, she's happy with the status quo unless the government go back to the drawing board and come back with an alternative way she's of wording happy. it. The female is happy with the status quo. Where's the equality when a woman is carrying a baby for nine? Don't interrupt me. Where's the equality when a woman is giving The woman is happy with the status quo that suits her. But can I ask you a question, Steve? In relation to that line in the Constitution, has that made you feel unequal in the last 40 years of your your life? Absolutely, yes. Well, you look at that line on a regular basis and go, God, I don't feel so well treated in this country. Here's the answer to that question. He's got a problem with is, is, stop is. interrupting me. Is there equality <laughs> no, in Article 41? In, in, at present, is there the answer is simply the answer is, of carrying no, baby. 
No, you don't need equality on the road. Would you stop? Would you? I'm going to get this out eventually. I know, Niall, I'll get this out Go on, go on, go on. At present, is there equality in Article 41? The answer is no. Not there should be, or maybe, mm, the answer is no. Okay, let's let's move on to the second part, because I don't have much time. I have loads of callers to get to. Uh, Steve, stay with me for a second. Sarah, the second part of the Constitution. The second part of the Constitution that refers to the family and now refers to the, the family. Yes. Um, oh, oh, God. Yes. I'm trying to find army lines here. Durable relationships. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to find the actual yeah. wording because obviously I don't want to misquote it or misrepresent it. Okay. So the actual wording, which I've now bloody lost. There's a gun well, I, I bet you she hasn't read the AP. No, I haven't here. The state recognises oh. the family, whether founded on marriage or on a durable relationship, right? Uh, okay, so, Sarah, do you have an issue with the word durable relationship, I assume? I do. I, I, I know many a scenario whereby there was an extramarital affair and what would happen in this new, with this new constitution if someone dropped dead Right, and then out of the woodwork comes somebody that the, the partner and the children didn't even know about to claim their stake at the family home. Why? And this this idea of that the courts will answer. Why would you put a family through that? That you'd have a scenario whereby you know at the funeral there's somebody the mistress arrives looking for her share of the inheritance. Yes. They have to be living yes, with each other for two years. She, she could claim he was living with her for two years. Wife just you didn't know about it. Claim that, but she would have to be able to prove that. She might be able yeah, to. Of course, she'd easily prove it. She'd easily prove it. The point is, there are children impacted by this. I I know somebody who has three children with three different women, and he's currently in a relationship, right? And so, say that most that he has a durable relationship with all those mothers, okay? Well, with the greatest respect, Steve, Supreme Court Judge Mary Baker did say when she was asked to define a durable relationship, she said, for example. If somebody sends you a Christmas card or a wedding invitation as a couple, well, that couple yeah. most likely would be a durable. Well, she is the Supreme Court judge, uh, Maria Baker, former Supreme Court judge, who is head of the Electoral Commission. She, she should know. Clearly hasn't a clue. She clearly hasn't a clue. Oh, she, she hasn't a clue. Right. Okay. She hasn't. They're not living with each other for. They're not living with each other for two years. So now, the now the former Supreme Court judge, who is head of the Electoral Commission, hasn't a clue. Clearly ignorant. She's ignorant. She is ignorant to the facts. Now I like your other caller there. Who I? Who, I'm not a woman hater. I've not. How dare you? you hold on, Noel. What about? She's a man hater. She's a man hater. How about that? No, you're the one. The misandry coming out of your mouth. The misandry coming out of your mouth today is ridiculous. Okay. You're an go ignorant and, woman. Go and have your baby and come back and you'll know all about it. Yeah. So, Sarah, you're concerned about durable relations because you believe it could be extended, and some of the people have suggested it could be extended. Now, I know the word "truples" and other things were mentioned as well, but we don't know about that. Again. Um, when he was asked about that, Roderick Gorman said that would have to be tested in the courts. He said those things could end up in the courts. And why should we put people through that? Why should the courts make up for poorly worded legislation? Just put, just go back to the drawing board, do a better job. People don't have the access to justice. So how do we recognise How do we recognize single parent families, cohabiting couples, to give them the same rights? Mind you, the state can just legislate for those things if they wanted to. But how do we recognise them in the Constitution? Listen, I just think the current proposed amendments are not good enough. I'm not claiming, as Steve is, to be an expert. I'm saying they need to go back to the drawing board. They need to take all the feedback that people are giving them and they need to look at this again. So for that reason, I'll vote no. Okay. So no, I, I mean, anybody who claims they have all the answers at this point is probably don't being vote. 
No, no, that's a stupid thing to say to people. People should research and they should look up the booklets. They should look and get information online. They should listen to different people on the radio, on TV, and make up their mind. I would never suggest to somebody not to vote. Well, yeah, she shouldn't because she's ill-informed. Ill-informed. Oh, that's exactly again. what you are. Yeah. You're, you're, you're clearly the sexist. No, you just don't agree with her, Steve. No, she's clearly... No, 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 no. I, I could equally say you're misinformed. But I'm not going to say that to you because I wouldn't be so rude. <clears throat> she has brought my gender into this more than once, Noel. She's making this a gender you, debate. Well, but you keep saying she all the time, so you're bringing her gender into it as well. <laughs> it's about, no, 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 Noel. She's bringing the gender into it. It's uh, uh, all about but, women's but, rights. But, but, but hang on for a second. Of course she's bringing gender into it. Because it primarily talks about women. So why wouldn't you bring gender into it? Exactly. It's all about the women. Women. And what's wrong? Go home and have a chat with your mother, Steve, will you? I remember, think back to the time when she raised you. I bet you she stayed at home and your dad went to work, did they? She did a great job, probably, didn't she? I don't know. Noel, it's time to update the Constitution to reflect... I'm not, the say, I'm not saying it's not, and Sarah is accepting that as well. She said, go back to the drawing board. Come up with something that may, you know, suit both people, the no side and the yes side. But what they've, what they've already suggested is, for a lot of people, is not the answer. Sarah, thank you for that. Let me just go to Joe as well. Joe, hi, Joe. Good afternoon, Noel. I think, I think you'll, have to bring, you'll have to get a sponsor for this show... Uh, Panadol, because there's so much uh, anger in people today. Well, I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with people today. What the hell is wrong with them? I don't know. Oh, must be angry. A... Yeah, go on. It must be, cho- must be Tuesday. It must be because the weather is changing again. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think Steve has taken his, his tablets today. I don't think he's taken his paracetamol. <laughs> That's insulting, though. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm go not on. insulting anybody here on the show today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go on, Joe. Yeah, well, uh, look, uh, you know you know my view, Niall. Um, I'll be voting no. Um, I don't support um, these referendums. I don't like anything that the government has ever brought through over the years. I've always opposed them because... But that's, not a, one, that's not a reason to oppose it, just because the government think it's a good idea, by the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I have my issues, Niall. Yeah. Um, number one, I just don't trust uh, what's coming out of the of the government uh, of the government and uh, the mainstream media. You know, they're not, they're not being forthcoming in what's happening. And... Um, as well as that, um, I just have I just have issues with it. So mm. the way I look at it is, if I think something isn't um, up to my liking myself, I'll just make my own decision, and uh, I'll just be voting no on both of them. Because I also think that they're trying to rush this to uh, rush it through as well, because they're not giving. The, I think for the first time ever in the, as long as I remember, there's not been much debate on this, the, the exception of yourself now. And um, I know RT had it on there last night. I only just watched a bit of it because I don't really particularly watch it. Well, well, it's very difficult to have a debate when people refuse to debate. You know what I mean? As, oh, much, yeah, as, I exactly. disagree, as much as I disagree with Steve, for example, I'm, I'm quite happy to have him on to represent a side of the debate. I mean, yeah. for example, we, we did on the show, we contacted this morning Roderick O'Gorman, Thomas Byrne, Regina Doherty, and many others. And none of them have actually bothered even responding to us. Because you don't have the guts to, to take to to debate with you now. That's why, because they know that you would uh, you would have you, you'd have the answers for them, and as simple as that. Yeah, well, they, they've, done, they've done the same thing quite a lot. Yes, sorry, Steve. and it's proved and it's and it's proved yeah. that over the last couple of years with a lot of things in this country, you know. Yes, yeah, Steve, what you want to say to Joe? There, go ahead, yeah. 
so um, I like Joe. I really like Joe. I think he's one of the better callers that come on the show. So I'm not going to be angry at Joe. But what I will say to you, Joe, is um, we have a lot of people these days who live in echo chambers. You know, so basically they're hearing one oh, yeah, side totally of the argument. Oh, yeah, I agree with you, yeah. Yeah, of course we do, yeah. So where have you heard the opposite side of the argument, saying that you turned off what it was last night that you were watching because you weren't interested in it? Up front, where are you yeah. hearing, where is it that you're hearing my side of the debate? Where did you give that a fair, you know, shake of the stick to listen to? I just, I just kind of uh, used my own, my own, my own, uh, I just turned it on just for a couple of minutes just to see what was what was going to be about? I thought like that um, that there would be a kind of like I thought. Sorry, uh, Steve. My apologies. I thought there'd be more um, questions from the audience. I think the audience didn't get much of a, an agenda last night. Mm. Um, it was really between two, like it was like a, it was like a presidential election debate. You had Pat Tobin on one side, and you had um, your man Niall, or what's his name, Thomas Bourne on the other. And Thomas Bourne seemed to be kind of going on and on and on the whole time. Wasn't his um, finest moment, no, no. No, no, no. I don't, with respect, I don't think he's... I, I think they need somebody stronger uh, for a debate like that. I and at agree. the moment, I don't think there's anyone in government capable of getting it right. So I just didn't like what I was hearing, Steve. And uh, I just turned it off because, um, you know, it's as, as you probably know yourself, I don't trust anything that comes out that's on RT at the moment anyway. So, you, so, you, so in other words, you kind of got halfway through and you had, your mind was made up, more or less. Yeah. yeah. My mind is made so, up so long ago. But okay. okay, but it was reaffirmed yeah. last night. Yeah, sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Yes, so let, no, let me yeah, ask Joe yeah, this. Mean, Joe, so if, if there was, let's say there was a town meeting that was just for the yes side, and it was people talking about giving their opinions on uh, why they should vote yes, and there was no 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 opinions there. Would you go and and listen just to see where the other side are coming from? I would, but I would of course say I would listen to anybody uh, on the debate, and that's the way the debate should be. Uh, I totally agree with you on that on that side. But unfortunately, in this country, Steve, and you're an educated man, you you probably know a lot more than. Than what I know or what anyone else would know, because you you know a lot, you're you're very well up well up on on issues. You know, this country in the last say in the last couple of years, if you debate certain issues in this country, you're being classed as a fascist, a racist, a bigot. You know, you're being yep. classed as a, a nobody, and um, mm-hmm. that's what I'd be afraid of myself because. If I was to make my views, I'd only make my views felt now on Nile Shaw. If I was to go out and make my views felt on an, on a, on a public platform, I'd probably end up getting arrested. Simple as that. <laughs> okay, well, well listen, i got to get two more callers. Joe, thank you for that. Let me go to Morris as well. Morris, hi, how are you? Oh, what a debate. Absolutely top draw. Unbelievable. Really good. And you know what? If Sarah was a man, I'd buy her to drink. That's a joke. Yes. Sarah, you won hands down. What a woman to come on and tell you exactly from the cold face exactly what women go through. In my opinion, women are sacred. They bring the next generation into the world and they need to be treated with a lot more respect than what they get in this country. Women have died on this government's watch, and I'll give you one name, Vicky Phelan. I'll be voting no for two reasons. One, I have an adult child with special needs, and this state is trying to wriggle out of responsibility that if I die, and my wife dies, and my other kids are out of this country because of poor government performance, that they can't give Irish people jobs, they want to wriggle out of the responsibility of looking after my adult special needs son. 
You know, and I've watched programs on this country of elderly people wishing their special needs adult child died before them because they didn't want to think the horror they'd be left to live in. What a horrible country we live in to treat special needs people and women the way we do. And I'll tell you one thing about Sarah. She doesn't pull any punches. She shoots straight from the hip and she couldn't have put a better argument for to vote no against a claptrap made up three-headed snake government who are trying to force their will on us. Why would you trust a government who has let women die on their watch? End of argument. Thanks, Niall. Thanks, Morris. Thanks for that. Short and sweet as usual, Morris. Let me go to Albert. Albert, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. Uh, well, I'll be voting on both of these. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, this is a typical government distra uh, d distraction. They do this all the time. They, they want you to take your mind off this and not to something else. You've got to ask yourself, where has this come from? Is it NGOs or a woke civil service? It is NGOs. Of course it's NGOs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's NGOs yeah. and it's also a good distraction for the government as well. Agenda, yeah. agenda, yeah. agenda. Well, no, it's yeah. not an agenda. Oh, shut the fuck up, Steve, for Christ's sake. Hey, get some manners, man. I, I haven't spoke to yeah, you like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and maybe I, apparently should. I'm the rude one today. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. You're coming on saying exactly what I said, that why this vote will be won in your favour is because people are using language like agenda and conspiracy theories and migrants when none of you None of you have picked up the booklet and read it. Have you read it? Have you read the eight pages? Yeah, and I've said up reading. Oh, I'll okay. tell you this, I still okay. don't... I still Smart don't... Oh, no, 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 Alex, look. Albert, are you there? Hello? Don't know what he's doing. Uh, Albert. Uncle Albert. Bill and Don. He's gone, I think. Are you there, Albert? Oh, we've lost Albert. Uh, okay, Steve, yeah, I would like to think that most people do read the booklet, by the way. That would be a good thing for most people to do. The booklet that you get in. Well, not one person has so far on the air today that's saying well, that. Albert said I he asked did. everybody. Well, uh, Sarah, yeah, and lawyer. Sarah said he's she a, did as well, by the way. He's a lawyer because when I asked him, he hung up. Is he there? Is he gone? Albert, are you gone? He's gone. Right, let me go to Suzanne. Suzanne, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. I've been listening to the show for the past hour and I'm just going to say I'm coming on as an individual with my point of view. I don't want anybody cross-examining me or asking me or jumping down my neck. And I'm just being honest because the show has been very volatile today. For me, similar to the last viewer, I'm a mother, a wife. I've had a great career. I'm not getting into it. And I don't want anybody jumping in. I'm voting no because of the complete mistrust in the government and because of the complete misinformation that goes has been going around for the past six months. That's my opinion. The second point I just want to make is I see there's a whole huge campaign of vote yeses everywhere and I'm just kind of a little bit concerned that there's no proper debate and proper, I suppose, campaign on the vote no's. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to be attacked by any of the callers. I'm entitled to my point of view. I would do my own research and I'll make my own vote. But I, I find the energy of the male and female on your call this morning, head racking. It's like they're trying to ram things down my throat or other people's throat. And it's been a bit like the government. I don't trust the government. And yeah, I, I, you know, by, the, by the way, Suzanne, I can understand you not trusting the government. A lot of people don't trust the government, particularly, the government, well, like, particularly when they give out misinformation. But, but here's the thing, what I want to say to people, okay? Don't vote either way because of a mistrust of either the government or an NGO or whatever it is. You should you should take on board all the information because the thing is the referendum is happening anyway, whether we like it or not. 
Um, personally, I believe the referendum should be cancelled. That's just my own personal opinion. I believe it's I'd unnecessary agree. at the moment. I believe there's too much confusion. I believe they need to go back to the drawing board. The Citizens Assembly even said the wording was wrong. Um, and many, they've been told by many people that the wording is wrong. And many people, by the way, agree with maybe changing part of it, but maybe, you know, making it men and women or whatever other thing you want to take, you know, but not removing the word woman, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So people have, have, have suggested their own amendments that they would all agree with. And the government should go away and come back with something different. This is rushed. It's been pushed. It's going out on International Women's Day. And that's not just a coincidence. That's clearly planned. Um, and also there's a lot of information that's been given to the government in relation to reports that were taken. And we're not privy to those reports. And we're, we're being basically told we're only allowed to see what they want us to see. So I completely agree with you, Suzanne. Um, I think there's a problem in this referendum. Um, but yeah. in saying that, I would ask people to inform themselves because it's happening anyway, it seems. Uh, and make sure you, you cast whatever vote you feel is the right vote. But remember, you are changing the Constitution. It's forever. I'm voting no, Niall, and I'm voting no. I've been voting no from day one. And I will continue to listen to shows like yours and get all the information I can. But I'm voting no. Thank you very much. Thank you, Suzanne. Let me go back to Albert. Albert, are you back again? Yeah, no, no, I told you I dropped the phone. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, oh, yeah, but he's gone anyway. But he wants to know, did yeah, you read the book? Yeah, like yeah he asked, did you read the booklet? Yes, I have read the book. Have you? Okay, uh, um, no, honestly, no, be, Albert, be honest. Actually, Have you read no, the booklist? I, I read it, and I actually checked it online as well. But I still don't agree with it. But like, some things coming up, like her, look, I, I think you've mentioned it already, like the person who's in, say, a marriage, and then leaves his wife and goes, doesn't get divorced, goes off with somebody else, stays with her for two years. So there's an implication that, like, this is almost like uh, bigamy by the back door, because now there's two relationships there. If he died... Who gets the pension? Is it his wife? Oh, yeah. we, we, we discussed that earlier on. Mind you, mind you, according to the booklet, what does the booklet say about a durable relationship? Well, I mean, but the thing is, like, well, okay, I don't have a week now. Sorry about that. Um, but mm. I mean, uh, the George, the, the I'm sorry, Mary Baker. Mary Baker, yeah. Uh, like that, yeah, that, like, a durable relationship can be someone sending him uh, an invitation to a Christmas card or an invitation to a wedding. I know she said that, but she, what she was trying to explain was that she, that's how you would define people who are together yeah. in the sense of being together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, but, but, but according to the booklet, although many legal experts have disagreed, the booklet states it uses a time frame of a continuous relationship for two years. Yeah. Now, for two years, yeah. But that's what I was saying, like, for, you know... But you could be, you could be, you could have a mistress for two years. years. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And now the booklet also says about living together, but then that discounts or discludes people, for example, who could be married and don't live together. So that that would be bizarre. Um, And so it all has to be challenged, and probably a lot of it will end up in court. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but, but either way, I, you know, you're not happy with that part. I, what about the woman's part? The 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 state recognising by her life and in the home that woman gives the state support without which the common good can be achieved, uh, and removing all of that part of the the constitution. Do you do you? Yeah. Should we um, remove look, all okay, that? No, that part is a little uh, archaic, and maybe we should have included men and and in, in that as well. But the fact now that it's going to be just to carers, and like I think one of your contributors on there before said. Like they have a handicapped person, and um, like we have a handicapped person as well. Now they are in care, but you can see that coming down the road, and um, like they want to send these people back. They don't want to. The state doesn't want to look after them anymore, and it's becoming very obvious that the state won't want to look after them anymore. And if they did, they don't have to put this into the constitution. They can simply put it. Uh, legislate, yes, to the Oireachtas, yeah. Yeah, legislate 
to look after people. You know, to give carers the proper amount of money, to give them the, the time off that they need, to give them help, and not to come along and put it in. And they're basically shoving this back on the people and saying, yeah, well, we'll do the best we can if we can. That's basically what they're saying. All right, listen, thank you for that. And let's just get a legal opinion before we finish up because Malachi Steenson, who's a family law solicitor, joins us as well uh, just to finish up. Malachi. Good afternoon, now. Good afternoon. I, I don't know whether you watched up front last night um, on RTE. Uh, well, I was, no, I was watching North Korean TV, no, because at least they tell you it's state propaganda. Well, it was an embarrassing moment, I think, for Thomas Bourne. Um, it wasn't as... Well, uh, Thomas Bourne has had many embarrassing moments. <laughs> um, but but mind you, there, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't asked, that should have been asked. I don't know whether they were told not to get into certain parts of the conversation. Anyway, what I'm gathering from listening to people today is that people may have been open, a lot more people might have been open to voting yes if there was a suggestion of rewording it. It's the wording that's upsetting people. It's the wording, for example... Um, it, removing the word woman, for example, that's a big part of what people are upset about. Uh, the other part people are upset about is um, replacing it with this idea that you are now personally responsible for people in your family who you need to care for. In other words, it says the state recognised that provision of care by members of the family to one another. In other words, it's not our responsibility, it's one another. In other words, between yourselves. And the government shall strive. The word strive has been objected to by people as well, saying that that's not good enough, that it should be more than that. And the other part of it is, of course, the old famous durable relationships. So, Malachi, you're voting no, I assume. I'm voting no on both referendums. And, I mean, I, I would disagree with you there, Niall, that, that people are uh, would vote for a different wording. People don't want it in general, apart from the people in the NGOs and the paid state sector, don't see anything wrong with the Constitution and see that the country has far more important things to deal with. And this is just another distraction from the state. And you don't need my legal mind. We had the, attorney, the former Attorney General, one of the most ablest legal minds in the country, former Minister for Justice um, and a senior counsel, Michael McDowell, who says all of the things that I would be about to say. And he has said it, uh, quite clearly in an eight-page document, um, or eight-page leaflet, all of the problems with this. And, you know, Mary Barker is a Supreme Court judge. She said, and she doesn't say things lightly, she said in, in a press conference that sending somebody a Christmas card would be, you know, potentially a durable relationship. My mother used to send 150 Christmas cards every year. I, 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 I think what she was referring to, I think it was, it was, it's very difficult for her even to define something like that. When the government can't define it, you can't expect her to do it either. I think what she meant was, well, well, you know, you're considered a couple, obviously, if you get a Christmas card or a wedding invitation, well, then you must be together. Well, ultimately, Niall, it is Mary Baker and the other judges of the Supreme Court who will have to determine these issues. And it's not good enough for the state to say, oh, sure, we don't know what that means. Should we let the courts decide? We're supposed to live in a society where law is certain and where people know what their rights are and know what they're not without having to run to the High Court uh, and then ultimately to the Supreme Court because that's not a cheap business. And most people... Um, can't afford to do that or are not going to do it. Okay, well, can, I, can, I, can I ask you a question? Because, I'll tell okay. you the objective behind it. No, 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 let me just ask you one yep. question before you go into that, okay? We talk about durable, because you're on to talking about durable relationships, right? According to the booklet, by the way, it has, says you have to have a, this is the booklet that's been delivered to every home. You'd be in a continuous relationship. From the well, continuous relationship for two years. That's what it says in the booklet, okay? But Although, where did they get that? They just made that up now. I think, I think they just made that up. Uh, but they anyway, but, yeah, but, but here's the thing. As a family law solicitor, Currently, if I'm married, as Padre Tobin said last night, if I'm married and decided I don't love my wife anymore and we just go our separate ways, 
But we don't get separated or divorced. We're still married in the eyes of the state and the eyes of the law. And I go off and I'm with somebody else uh, for, say, six months or a year or two years. And we're in a relationship. That could be considered a durable relationship. I drop dead. Marla, Can both of those Marla, women... Oh, well, I would night, argue, yes, they could. A one-night stand which produces a child, for instance, could be considered a durable relationship in that there will be contact over the child through the years. So that would mean that in, your, in the case that you're talking about, say somebody who's um, married has an, a one-night stand with somebody, gets them pregnant, um, and that woman then can come and take a share of, of the estate under what is proposed. This is a huge attack on property rights. It's a huge attack on inheritance rights. And it's a huge attack on the family because they want this destruction of the family. But the real agenda behind this and bringing it so quickly is that they want people to go out. They don't, the government isn't really concerned if they get a no vote. They've already conceded that they've lost this referendum. Do you think they'll they lose? Do you, people, do you, do you yes, think they, this will be a no vote, this referendum? This will be an overwhelming no, no vote. What they want to do is to people to use up their anger over every other government policy, kick them in the teeth in the referendum and come back in June then and vote for the, for the government parties. That's what they're at. That's the agenda. That's the way they, how they think people are so stupid. But they'll get a very rude awakening both in March and in June of this year. Mm. And when we have people like Thomas Bourne coming on, and remember, it wasn't anybody on, on say, my side of the fence who brought up the issue of um, immigration. It was themselves. It was uh, Neil, Redmond. It was Neil, Neil or, Richmond. Or Neil Richmond. Yeah. Yes, I mean, and Neil Richmond, you know, the loyalist unionist himself, you know, who has no love of, of this state, whose loyalties lie with the, the Orange Order and the Blue Short Fine Gael party that he's a member of. Quite fitting, in fact, that he should be a member of that party. But they are intent on the destruction of everything we stand for. And they let little things slip. Let's not forget that when the, the NGOs who are paid by the state to the tune of, of 6.5 billion per year, the 33,000 of them, when they weren't coming out and campaigning for this uh, as quickly as they, they were supposed to, O'Gorman comes on and says, effectively, and this is what he meant, and let not be, be under any illusion. You're paraphrasing, obviously. Go on. State, yes. He said, well, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said that he was questioning why the progressive NGOs were not campaigning for this referendum and they would have to explain themselves. That's what he actually right. meant was, we stop your funding, right? And what happened a couple of well, days... Well, a lot of people said that was the suggestion, yes. But no, he didn't actually say that. But yes, well, hold he on, was encouraging sorry. the NGOs to have a campaign a for yes. And if they didn't have a campaign for yes or to support the yes, there would be questions to be asked. Yes. And... What happened in the next couple of days, the National Some Women's Council and the men who sit on its board who pretend to be women came out in full support and others have followed since. And that is the type of society that we're living in, a, a society okay. where government dictates and people are supposed to follow. But the reality is it's going to be a rejection of the referendum. Well, you know, that's easy for you to say, Maliki, because in the circles you hang around in, obviously... You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and probably the same for me here on the show because we struggle to get yes people on the air. I'm going to be honest with you, because the people who listen to my show know I'm conservative, so they listen. They will have a certain view of life. You're a right wing fascist like myself. Oh, you're probably a right wing fascist. <laughs> but but so what we did, as I said, we reached out. Uh, we contacted Rodriguez Gorman, Thomas Burley, Gina Doherty. Uh, it was Circa, yeah, and Steve, uh, Regina Doherty, and many others. We contacted many others this morning, and we get, we didn't we didn't even get a, a refusal. We didn't even get a response. We also contacted no, during the week members of the Green Party to ask them to come on, and again, no response. 
Niall, all of those ministers and all of those politicians that you've mentioned will only go on to programmes that are part of the woke liberal left. Look at RTE. You know, it doesn't even pass. I mean, it should no, be just well, shut well, down. No, well, look, RTE is a basket case. This, look, it's a basket yeah. case now at this stage. It, it should be shut down. And, you know, you, and, and back course is no different to those that went before him. And, you know, at least Liam Cosgrave, a man who I would despise, had the balls in, ni- in the early 1970s when, when the board actually on the Seven Days programme done an interview with Sean McStiffon, even though they disguised his voice. He was the chief of staff of the Provisional Army at the time. He called the board in the next day and said, you're sacked. Yeah, well, at least Dick Turpin wore a mask as well when he was robbing us. Listen, thanks very much indeed, Malachi. I appreciate you coming on the air. Malachi Steenson advocating a no vote. Um, just to clarify, by the way, we made numerous attempts to get... you. If you could look at my Twitter account, you will see that we pushed and pushed to try and get as many yes votes as we could to balance it out because I wanted to be fair. But it seems it was quite difficult to do. If you look at the first tweet I put up this morning, um, there's about a hundred and something replies on it and every one of them is saying no. Maliki could be right. It could be a landslide no vote, which is not going to be good for the government. And I believe a lot of people, even if they don't fully understand, are voting no anyway, just as some sort of protest vote against the state. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I can't tell you to vote yes or to vote no. That's entirely up to you. Anyway, we got lots of texts and WhatsApps. I'll read out one or two of them here if I've got time. Somebody says, what a load of rubbish. No one is speaking out and saying what it's truly about. Ray says on WhatsApp, not ask Circa what's a woman. I did already. She couldn't. Well, she did answer. She said, you know, whoever identifies as a woman. I don't think she will give you an honest answer. The majority of people pushing this nonsense referendum are deniers of the genders, male and female. You're probably right. Some people are, are deniers. Yeah, I mean, look, if you can't identify what a woman is, well, then I, you can't. You don't really have a right to vote on it. You shouldn't vote. Like, if you're thick enough not to understand what a man or a woman is, you don't have a right to vote on it. That's really it. You know what I mean? I mean, you need to go back and get an education. Uh, Sarah on WhatsApp says, I have a uh, carer and kids... And that woman, Saoirse, is way out of line. Michael says, Saoirse is insane and sounds like a can opener. I sent a WhatsApp to your phone uh, from Angela's. It's okay to play it. Don't forget, Stephen. Oh, yeah, sorry, Stephen. I'm going to do that now, Stephen, before we go, because I didn't want to leave you out. Hi, it's Stephen in Dublin. Uh, unfortunately, I can't get on today, but um, having seen the, the Upfront with Katie Hannon show and after all the other research that I've been doing, I do intend on voting irregardless. I still am not 100% decided on. But today is the last day to register to vote. Make sure that you are able to vote because it's important one way or another. And if you feel that, you know, changing the language to take women out and recognise all families uh, is an important thing, then vote yes. If you don't, then vote no. And in terms of the carers, in terms of if you think that they should get more recognition and that we should be more accounted for in terms of, you know, children who look after parents and parents who look after children and single parents and grandparents and everything else like that. If you feel that that's important, then vote yes. If you feel that the way things are is important, then vote no. Having listened to the arguments yesterday on, as I said, on front, it's going to be it's going to be a close vote one way or another and this really just seems to be a statement of our will or our desire for the country which in fairness is probably all the constitution should be so still undecided will vote 
everyone else should vote based on how they feel. Hey, I'm surprised to hear actually that Stephen is undecided. Somebody else says, can you ask that lady if the maternity leave is okay, even if you do not breastfeed? Uh, because in Ireland, other vast majority of women do not breastfeed. Uh, if you feel the amendment is wrong, vote no. Simple as, says Billy. Uh, Ray says, absolutely everything to do with it, Niall. You're 100% right. The only fact is that the government won't release the report. Yeah, the government should be re releasing any reports they have in relation to it. They should be releasing them to the general public because that's what a referendum is all about, informing the general public, okay? Loads of people are sending in their little things here. No special, uh, no new rights for disabled people or carers. No definition of durable relationship. No clarity on the existing immigration law, pension law, succession law. and uh, No constitutional recognition of protection for mothers who wish to be home uh, parents. And no real legal incentive to marry. No to rushed and guillotined legislation. No need to waste 20 million on unnecessary referendums. A lot of people are saying it's an unnecessary referendum. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. That's up to you to decide. Anyway, listen, thank you to everybody who got involved in the show. And uh, thank you to everybody who got involved in the show today. Can I remind you all as well, by the way, if you do want to vote on that referendum, you must register by five o'clock today. You only have till five o'clock today to register to vote. If you aren't already on the register, you must do it by five o'clock today. The way to do it, even if you think you are, just check it anyway. Go online, check the register.ie. Do it by five o'clock today. If you don't do it by five o'clock today and you're not registered, you won't be voting next month. That's just the end of it. You won't have a right to vote. So make sure you exercise your right to vote by going to the website, checktheregister.ie. Thank you to everybody. This is the longest show we've done. Um, and according to downstairs, I could have filled three hours, four hours, with the amount of people who text or WhatsApp in who wanted to come on. Loads of people wanted to come on. But to be honest with you, all that was going to happen was I was going to have lots more people coming on saying they were voting now. Uh, because we didn't, there was no point in me carrying on without anybody saying they were going to vote yes, because I want to be fair. So... We could have filled the whole show just with no voters. That's just the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles, isn't it? We made every effort to get more yes voters on. We made every effort to get politicians and spokespeople on who are yes voters, but they all declined. I wonder why. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting our staff. Um, we don't get paid for doing what we do every single day. This is your platform to give you a voice. There's no other radio show doing what we're doing today. Giving you a voice, uncensored, to say what you want. Yeah, it got a little bit, you know, highty-tighty there at one stage, didn't it? But there's nobody else giving you that opportunity to have robust debate, uncensored on the air. I'm giving it to you. But it costs us money to do that every single day. So please help us, please support us by going to our website and subscribing, where you can get to see all the videos and the interviews we've done. We'll be doing another one later on today. And that won't be streamed live, just like this one. It'll go onto our website. And you can watch all of those videos by going to the website, nileboylan.com. All you got to do is subscribe. It's five ninety nine a month plus tax. And that's like buying the three of us a pint of beer for a good job. That's all we're asking you for. If you can't do that, by the way, you can donate. Just a one-off donation if you want to. Or you can donate as many times as you like. Between five euro and five million. We did get one generous donation over the weekend. Thank you very much indeed. And we really appreciate it. But if anybody wants to make a generous donation to help us to support this show, we would really, really appreciate it. Go to our website, nileboylan.com. We should talk to you again tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Sorry, I have a bit of wind in my chest. We should talk to you again tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Until then, thank you very much indeed for joining us today.
The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 